0: everyone welcome to the banter broadcast where we sit around and talk about various topics from movies TV shows video games and what have you. I am Patricia.
1: I am Tommy
2: and what's going on everybody. Your boy Ian is back, not in technical because there's no, there's no video but we are back. <laughs> yes, we are back.
0: So, yeah, it's been a while since we've recorded an episode of the banter broadcast. We've been super busy with uh, various things, but nonetheless, today we thought, "Hey, you know, let's uh do a little celebration of our favorite uh, Blue Hedgehog and uh, today we're going to be talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. Just recently he uh, he celebrated his 30th anniversary and um, there's been a lot of cool announcements such as uh, Sonic Rangers, Sonic Origins, and of course there was the recent uh, event which was the Sonic Symphony which showcased a lot of the classic and more modern uh, Sonic the Hedgehog music that was played by a live orchestra as well as some other special guests but i'm not going to spoil it for those who haven't seen it so yeah um i want to know from you guys uh what what were your earliest memories of sonic
2: oh man um for me i'm actually the same age as sonic actually both sonic and i turned 30 this year so you know he's like my video game twin in a sense except i'm not nearly as fast or as short or as popular or, or as cool but you know I'm still making it in this tough world but anyways um uh, my first memory with Sonic was I think the first Sonic game that I played um was Sonic 2 I, I believe and um I couldn't play one cuz I was just a baby but um 2 as, like I got older I had friends that had Sega like, Genesis or like you know would go to like a game store or, or like somewhere and they would have the Genesis hooked up and They had Sonic Adventure 2 and that was the first, I think the first Sonic game that I played and I loved it. I loved it. I loved the character, how fast he moved, tails and just like the levels and and the enemies that you would go up against and all that kind of stuff. So for me, my first real running with Sonic was um, Sonic 2. And then after that, I played one. And then when I got the Sega Saturn, For those who don't know, that is the second system that came after the Genesis. I was able to play Sonic 3D Blast and Sonic Jam. So, those are my early, early, early memories and, you know, times with Sonic.
1: I was just talking to my brother the other day about this because we're not actually sure which game it was, but it was either Sonic, I think it's called DX, Sonic Adventure, or Adventure 2 um and it was on the dreamcast but the only thing that i really remember was that sonic was like running on a pier like running away from like a whale and like the whale was was, like a killer whale behind him and you had to like run away evade it and then you would eventually get off of the pier and and be on land and um i just remember my uncle having the dreamcast and he played that on dreamcast uh so that's that's my earliest memory of being introduced to sonic
2: yeah, yeah that was sonic adventure the first yes. one right yes it yeah. was that's the
1: first one yeah okay
2: yeah because
0: the that, that is the first level of sonic adventure because the second level is the city escape where you know sonic gets out of the plane and he he rides down um and you have like the classic escape from the city song playing in the background while yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: memories ah the memories. Oh, the memories. Oh.
0: Anyway, so my first Sonic game was Sonic 2. I got this as a a hand-me-down from my older cousin who was uh, trading it for a PlayStation. And this must've been like around the early to mid nineties. So I've gotten that. And then eventually I started delving myself into like Sonic 1, Sonic 3. I knew somebody who actually had a Sonic CD. And so, um, You know, I played through that. Well, you know, like the very, very few games that I knew that were on the Sega CD that was actually good. And there was also um, Sonic Adventure, but I played it on the GameCube. I did not play it on the Dreamcast. Sadly, I never got a Dreamcast. But I did play through Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2, and then I delved myself a little bit more into the other Sonic games over the years. So, yeah, I, I've always been around with the um, the Sonic franchise. I mean, even so much as I would, like, purchase the Sonic uh, Mega Collection for the PlayStation 2, where oh, it had, yeah. like, all the classic games, and then even had the Game Gear games, if you were to, you know, unlock some things, like, unlock some... F- you know, special features, and you know, got a certain amount of rings, or beat some certain levels, and you'll be able to play like Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, and Tales Adventure, and Sonic Drift, and Sonic Labyrinth, and all those kind of <laughs> weird, random well, you stuff.
2: Are, you are, you are breaking out all the hidden gems. Well, I wouldn't know. Well, I, I guess someone called them gems, but they were definitely Sonic games that were on like nobody's radar if you didn't have certain systems and all that kind of stuff back then. I think I only played one of those that was Dr. Eggman's b Machine, but I always kept up with what kind of Sonic games would that come out? Cause I would want them, but you know, can't always get what you want. But Patricia, you are sending me down memory lane saying some of these other titles. Yeah,
0: because one of the good things about the, the collection was that not only were you able to get like all the classics like one, two, three, and Sonic 3D Blast and Sonic Spinball, but you also got the really obscure ones. Like, only you know, because, you know, the world was dominated by the Nintendo Game Boy and only very few people had like the game gear. So it's like, hey, you know, we need to have these people have a chance to play like all the games throughout Sonic's uh, history. So, I, I mean, that was the only time in which I recall that these games were like super readily available because, um, I think nowadays, I mean, in order for you to like see it, I think that it was released on a Nintendo eShop or something like some of them, but not all of them. And also, I believe that uh, some copies of it, if you can purchase it online, like I know that there's like the Sonic uh, Ultimate Collection, I think that it does have Sonic 1, 2, 3 and Sonic 3d blast and maybe sonic Spinball, but the game gear games, you still have to like look around and see if you can find it, maybe like even have to purchase like a physical copy of it or maybe if you're you know a little sneaky or sneaky you want to get an emulator but i'm not saying that <laughs> anyway, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Oh, man yeah but as for like sonic i mean like not only was he like majorly popular in the video game market but also he had a few animated series so have any of you guys ever watched the sonic cartoons
1: yes I yes i have
2: yes yes um uh, fun facts uh the 90s were were uh, great for many reasons many 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 reasons. but the fact that you had Jaleel white who was most famously known for playing Steve Urkel in *Family Matters*, voice Sonic in his first three cartoons was just huge, and I didn't realize that until I got older. I was like, "Wait a minute, Steve Urkel played Sonic the Hedgehog? Like, what?"
1: Wow, I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, like, that just made me like just even more in tune with like the older cartoons, and and then when Sonic X came out, some people love it, some people hate it. I really enjoyed the anime. Yeah. yeah, it's technically an anime, right?
0: It is an anime because it was done in Japan, yes.
2: Right, right. So I really enjoyed it. And even Sonic Boom, I didn't think I would like it because I didn't really particularly like the game. But the show was hilarious. Like The writers came with the jokes, man, and I was just in tears sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. So Sonic,
2: I think Sonic had a pretty good run as, as far as television. Um, what do you guys have uh, opinions on it, though?
1: I would say for me, I didn't watch it a whole bunch, but I did know that uh, like the first animated series from the 90s, um, yeah, like I, like you just said, I didn't know Jaleel White was the voice for it, but thinking back about it, I could kind of hear it in my head now. Um, but yeah, I think uh, the cartoon was cool. I think I didn't really get too much into it and I was pretty young, so um, I don't really have any like real emotional attachments to it, but um, Sonic X, I guess it was kind of maybe I didn't have cable or satellite because I knew about it, but I never really had the channel to actually watch it.
2: And plus you might not been able to watch it because didn't it come on Saturday morning? Yes, it did.
1: Yeah, that's maybe why too.
2: Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, yeah. That's a good point.
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Now, I just have a quick question for the two of you. Like, I don't know how much of the video game to television, catalog that you guys know about or for like how many shows that that you watch you know i remember when donkey kong had his own show
1: yes. and i thought that
2: was a solidly produced show i mean as a kid i loved it but then if you like go back and watch an episode on youtube you're like oh some of this works some of this doesn't but i would say as far as um, those type of shows go, i think sonic and kirby are like the two um like the two goats as far as like video game television as far as animation goes i mean yeah you did have the mario brothers show and it was all right from what i remember and you you did have uh x zero no um -Zero. zero i said x zero f zero yes um and like you know just certain shows like that but do you guys think sonic kind of set the standard for video game television programming I mean you, you the only I mean let's see if we go
0: to if we think all the way back to the 80s where we had like the Saturday Supercade where we had Pac-Man, the original Donkey Kong, like not Donkey Kong Country, like the original arcade Donkey Kong and you had um let's see what else you had. You had Q Birds and you had various others Uh, that was like during the early 80s. And then when we had the late 80s, when Nintendo came along and brought everything back, you had the, you know, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show and you had the Legend of Zelda cartoon airing around the same time. And then that's when more video game adaptations came about. So you had Sonic, you had Donkey Kong, you had Pokemon, you had Kirby. Um, Yeah, you had various others, but yeah, I would say that With Sonic, I mean, you have to understand like it, depending on which interpretation of Sonic it is, it can get either really, really crazy or really, really serious. Like if you wanna go for Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, it's like really out there and weird. Or if you go for something like Sad AM in which it's really dark and serious, or if you go for Sonic X, in which is kind of like a little bit of both leaning more towards the anime style. And then you have Sonic Boom, which is just like balls to the wall comedy. So yeah, each of them are completely different in their own interpretation. And I think that's because of, you know, which Sonic game is out there. Like Sonic Sadam, Sonic uh the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, and Sonic Underground were definitely leaning more toward the classics. Sonic X was leaning more towards the adventure games. And then Sonic Boom, which is well sonic boom but we don't talk about sonic boom <laughs> unless we're talking about sonic cds intro which is awesome then we'll talk about that but yes, no, yes, um yes, yes. but yeah it you know it's sonic varies depending on which generation it is so i would say it definitely differs in quality but i think that each of them brings something interesting i mean sonic underground i mean that was a weird one in my opinion but you know that's just my opinion
2: And see, the funny thing is with that, I was listening to some of Jaleel White's interviews. Okay, just a disclaimer, I'm a huge Family Matters fan. I love this show. I think that's not saying it's the best, it's my favorite sitcom of the ninth. Not saying it's better than Fresh Prince or Martin, that's just my favorite. So I have a weird obsession with Family Matters, but Jaleel White mentioned that when he did Sonic Underground, That was the most popular and most viewed of his first three sonic cartoons that he was a part of and i'm kind of with you patricia like i i liked it but it was kind of weird in some ways i was like wait what are they going for here
0: yeah like exactly so essentially you have sonic meeting up with his siblings and then they start a band it's like now here's the thing i can understand the whole band thing because uh, there was supposed to be a little cutscene at the end of the first Sonic game where Sonic was a part of a band, but then they cut it off because they didn't have the technical, um, you know, capabilities of doing it. They were r- running pretty low on their technology, so. That idea was scrapped and then I guess maybe that's little bits of remnants of it I mean kind of like how uh, in Sonic 06 where we have Princess Elise and that she became Sonic's love interest and that was supposed to be like a um, a, an homage to the fact that in the original Sonic game, Sonic was supposed to have a girlfriend named Madonna, who is supposed to be like, you know, Sega's own Princess Peach, but then they cut it off because mm. they feared that it would be too Japanese and kids wouldn't really like gravitate to it. And to be quite honest, I completely agree. <laughs> so yeah i mean i can see like the, the the underground elements like you know it's supposed to be an homage of something that they were supposed to do in the original sonic i get it and uh i i think that if you were if you're not a huge hardcore sonic fan and if you were to watch sonic underground and you were to watch that it's like wow sonic in a band what is this josie and the pussycats so yeah that's weird
1: <laughs> i wish i knew it any of these things because I, I, like I said before, I didn't really have a lot of time with any of the shows, um, or honestly, any of the games besides that first game in I think uh Adventure Battle 2 or yeah. 2 Battle, yeah, um, but, yeah, uh,
0: yeah, Sonic Adventure sound, 2 Battle,
1: yeah, all of that sounds pretty wild to me because I, I gotta check up on that stuff because I never even heard of them, yeah. Um,
2: sonic Sonic's uh, TV runs of past and of late have been pretty solid for the most part. So I I, I think that's why I asked that question because to my knowledge, Donkey Kong Country, the show didn't last that long. Um, It was hugely popular in Canada. Yeah, yeah, but in the US and I guess Japan, not so much. Mm. But um, Kirby, his his show lasted quite a few, or yeah, for like, what, like a couple of years?
0: Yeah, a couple of years at least, yeah
2: um and i i honestly feel like sonic is one of the more marketable video game characters just because i mean i didn't know this but there was a point in the 90s where he was the most recognizable fictional character in the world like more so than bugs bunny or mickey mouse and that's crazy to think about i didn't he, know that
0: yeah he was the very first video game to be in the macy's thanksgiving day parade well yeah, before Mario, before Pac-Man, before Link, we have Sonic in his yep. and and but it didn't last for very long because the balloon popped in its first flight.
1: <laughs> oh day <dang. laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, Sonic's Sonic's, you know, been through some rough patches. Um as, especially in the games. And I I I guess we will talk about that, but um I guess. Another quick question I have for you two is, um, how do you compare Sonic to other characters like a Mario or a Link? Because there are those super Sonic fans who are just obsessed with Sonic everything and I'm dang near in that camp. But I also understand that there were those who kind of find Sonic cocky or like, you know, overly confident, but to me, that's just his character. I mean, to me that's more interesting while I love Mario than a plumber who doesn't speak that much except for go!" and then ha, ha, you know, and stuff Yahoo! like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I mean, which I love. That's that's my childhood. Not not throwing shade, but or like Link who doesn't talk, but yet everybody understands what he's saying. Like he'll yell the heck out of us, you know, sword swing like a hit. All right, cool, great. But just <laughs> can you speak? Why, did, why is it Zelda and everybody else who can talk, with you? <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, where does Sonic stack, or I guess, compare to other video game characters that you enjoy?
1: Well, for me, I feel like he's definitely up there, and I didn't know that he was the first like character for the Macy's Parade, and that he was that popular in the '90s. And I think for me, it's kind of like, why did Sega not last? Because all of this popularity that Sonic had, and he was like their flagship character. And to me, I like him as a character. I mean, I think he doesn't get the benefit of what Mario has as far as like the amount of classic games because he just didn't last as as long um, on his own platform. But as far as a character, I mean, look at the first Sonic game versus the first Super Mario like platform game. Like it's, it's, it's similar games in that they're both platform games but sonic is is kind of cooler in that it's like super fast and the the different creatures and all that kind of stuff and the coins are like classic and i think he's right up there and could compete with mario i just i'm just curious as to why he didn't last i don't know if sega just made the wrong moves or what but well i think he's definitely up there
0: there's a there's a reason why is because You see both the Sega Saturn and the Sega Dreamcast couldn't compete against the Nintendo 64 or the PlayStation you see yeah, they had just, they had a wider appeal like if you were to see some of the stuff that nintendo true. was releasing such as super mario 64 which revolutionized 3d platforming you had ocarina of right. time you had super smash brothers you had star fox 64 you had banjo kazooie and then you have the playstation you have final fantasy 7 metal gear solid Spyro the dragon crash bandicoot and Sega, I mean, you know, they have their good games too. I mean, not just Sonic Adventure, and Sonic Adventure 2, but you also had Shenmue and Panzer Dragoon and Soul Calibur and
2: um, various All other Panzer games. Panzer Dragoon, Patricia, I hate to interrupt you. Panzer Dragoon, that was my first Sega Saturn game that I played. It, it wasn't even Sonic 3D Blast, it was Panzer Dragoon. And I fell in love with that game. Yeah. I love that series. But please continue, continue.
0: Okay. so it just so happened to be that the Dreamcast was just a little bit too ahead of its time. Like you, you had the, VM- so too. the VMU, which is like that little device that you get to carry around and you get to like play around with some mini games such as, oh, you know, if you have Sonic Adventure or Sonic Adventure 2 and your VMU, you could play like the Chow Garden. Or if you had like certain games, you could be able to like fiddle around with like uh, various things so you can get a higher score or something, or maybe even additional power-ups. Um, uh, there was also, uh, the fact that because that there was nothing that really stood out for the Dreamcast, uh, other than just Sonic and then the PlayStation 2 came out around the same time. And then, ju- you know, sales of that just crushed it. And they were like, yeah, we can't compete. And then Xbox, pff, forget
1: it. Yeah. They just left it. Yeah. And I think it's just so sad because like, um, I've been doing a lot of research recently on the 80s and 90s with the gaming console and really the wars between sega and nintendo and the fact that sega actually competed as much as it did it's always such a shame to see like one wrong move or just not keeping up or whatever it is just takes you out completely and i do agree the dreamcast from what i remember of it when my uncle had it was definitely ahead of its time like i think graphically and just like power wise it it just seemed to be super dope compared to like the 64 it
2: was it, yeah it was and another thing that we have to consider is that sega they were so driven on just keeping the arcade drama strong and number one with gaming yeah. but the industry was shifting like okay now we want more adventure games more rpgs you know right. more character driven games and then nintendo capitalized on that with a mario with a character like wink with kirby and like and like you know things like that like yeah they had their oh and also platforming games like platformers were huge obviously say so like you know sonic they had that but for some reason sega just couldn't capture what was what the shift was you know or, or like the what am i trying to say they they couldn't capitalize on the shift that was happening And they were still trying to focus on arc arcade type of games. Like, wow, I love Panzer Dragoon. While I think that's probably Sega Saturn's best game franchise um, outside of Sonic. And Sonic didn't even have a big enough presence on the Saturn, to be honest with you. I think that's another era right there. But also with um, games like Virtua Fighter, I love that. That's actually my favorite fighting game franchise. But um, with that games like that, for Every virtual fighter they needed to have some kind of RPG. And for every RPG, they should have had some kind of first person shooter. Like that, like they had those things, but there's not enough of them. And then by the time they tried to get on that boat, it was it was just too late. It was, yeah. it was just too
0: late. Yeah, which is a shame too, because I think that all the stuff that they did was definitely trying to appeal to a certain demographic. Like Fantasy Star Online, for example, like you know, one of the first online um you know rpgs where people can go online and be able to you know level up their character it was like pre-world of warcraft and then you had shenmue which is kind of like pre-yakuza where you get to be able to like walk around and interact with people do various tasks and have this really compelling story and then you have um you know a whole bunch of other games uh there was even like um you know, KGNO with his uh, D trilogy, you have D, D2, and then, um, you know, D3 and, you know, that, you know, franchise, uh, you know, and then there's Enemy Zero, Um, but uh, you have, you know, that uh, where, you know, tries to lean more towards a little bit of the horror where, you know, PlayStation had the Resident Evil games. So, yeah, I would say that you know they were definitely leaning more towards arcade games as well like they had marvel versus capcom they had street fighter alpha they had street fighter three they had um, you know soul caliber so they were definitely leaning more towards that as well and you know the advent of the Internet pretty much changed everything where you know people were demanding you know like high quality games, gaming industry was starting to rapidly change. Tastes in, uh, you know, the taste in the market were starting to change, the demographic got older. And so they were looking for something different. So, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, due to some unfortunate circumstances, you know, Sonic couldn't keep Sega afloat. And that's why we don't have a Sega Dreamcast 2 or anything like that. And that's why it shifted over to, um you know sonic being in a nintendo console and then we got things like um you know sonic heroes and sonic uh unleashed and shadow the hedgehog and uh sonic
2: 06. gosh uh. so much potential just uh, uh, another thing that i started to notice with sonic games is sega just well actually a lot of developing and publishing companies within the gaming industry are starting to learn this lesson the hard way finish developing your games before you release them yeah i I think
0: they're doing i think they're figuring that out now because we are not getting a new sonic game this year they're we're gonna get next year because they don't want to do the same mistake that they did 15 years ago where they not only released sonic 06 but sonic and the secret rings and sonic for the game boy advance all three of them were terrible.
2: Yeah, just, yeah, I, well, I actually like Sonic Advance 1, 2, and 3. Uh, no, no, only- no, no, not
0: not those games. I'm talking about the original Sonic the Hedgehog for the Game Boy Advance.
2: Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. No, no, no,
0: not the Advance games. The Advance games are good.
2: Yeah, I mean, just Sonic 06, because people ask, man, when is Sonic Adventure 3 coming out? I think that was supposed to be Sonic Adventure 3. They just rushed it. Yeah. Um,
0: it, 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 there's a there's a big story behind it where uh not it, it didn't help much that not only was the game rush but Yuji Naka, the co-creator of Sonic actually left Sega to do his own company right around the same time where Sonic 06 was being developed. So it's like, yeah, when you don't have the main man behind Sonic involved in your in your game anymore, especially if it's supposed to be a big anniversary game, it's like that's troubling.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and it's oof. I mean, honestly, because if, if if you think about it outside the weird animal to human interaction, and I like, love interesting. Oh, uh, God. Oh, God. That that tripped me. And I was like, wait, they what to. all right, anyway. <laughs> Anyways, but the story was good. Like it was a little darker than that. I'm like, whoa, this is this is kind of dark. This is kind of a little more edgy, you know. But all right, I'll work with it. But the story was good. And and um like the new characters that they introduced, Silver, I he's he's a prominent Sonic the Hedgehog character in the franchise now. And just the ideas that they have were good is just they just rushed it. And that's what really kind of hurt Sonic and Sega for some time. And I guess we'll get into that in a second. But oh boy. But, uh, yeah, like, like Sonic, sadly, my boy's had a rough patch.
0: He had he has had a rough patch over the two thousands, like You know, because that I mean, here's the one thing that I will say that I do give credit for as opposed to like Mario, where when Mario um, leans more towards sticking to a formula because they know it works sometimes the games do tend to be a little samey, like, you know, for every Mario Galaxy and Mario Odyssey, you have to have like your new Super Mario Brothers games where it's just the same thing over and over and over and over again. And they keep it that way because they know that that's what the fans want. It's a formula that's, you know, that's classic, but sometimes it can get a little bit repetitive. But at Sonic, at least, they experiment. It's like you're not gonna get a you know, you're not gonna get the same Sonic game twice. It's like, you know, for every time that you have a Sonic unleashed, and you, know, you have a Sonic and the Secret Rings, you have a Sonic and the Black Knight, you have Sonic Lost World, you have Sonic Forces. So yeah, I mean, they definitely have a lot more variety when it comes to their gameplay. Quality, on the other hand, is very questionable, but I can understand where Sega is coming from in terms of we don't want to have the same thing over and over again because our, our our fans will get sick of it. So let's change it up. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um Tommy, what's the what's the worst Sonic the Hedgehog game? Not, excuse me, it's not the hedgehog game that you've played.
1: Worst? Um, all right. So my playing experience is not very extensive, but for the most that I ever played is adventure battle two or two mm-hmm. battle yeah. and um sonic riders which i feel like is super underrated um it is it is um, it pretty much is so for me honestly i can't say that i've played a bad one because like really those are the only two that i have really played for, for real for real like i've played the first sonic game like maybe once or twice a long time ago but um sonic riders and i think they had sonic riders Two. too um yeah, I think I played that one as well. But Sonic Riders and Adventure Battle—that's what I played the most. I really don't even have any bad experiences, for real.
2: That's great. No, yeah. yes, that—that that is a blessing because for us who have, you know, kind of stayed close to Sonic throughout the years, we've had our ups and we've had our downs. Patricia, I would love to hear uh, the worst Sonic game that that you played.
0: I've, I—it's a oh man, that's really tough considering that. I mean, Sonic 06, I remember that I rented that game a long time ago when it first came out and I immediately regretted it. Like that game was such a hassle to play with all of its bugs and issues. It was just a nightmare to play. And then I played through the Sonic, the Hedgehog for the Game Boy Advance and it was slow and choppy and the screen crunch didn't exactly help much when I fell through spikes and um, the other games, I would say that they are different and they have their own um, advantages. But I can understand for some people why they don't like it. Like Sonic Unleashed, I think that half of the game is good. I'm not a big fan of the Werehog stages.
2: Same here. I completely agree with you. I get saying we're trying something new, and I and I give them credit for that. Hey, you guys try something new. It didn't work. I enjoy daytime Sonic. I love I it. it. Yes. I, Tommy, if you ever get a chance, let's see, you have a Switch. Oh, man.
0: Yeah, you can't play Sonic Unleashed unless you have a PS3, uh Xbox 360, or a Wii.
1: Really? Yeah. yeah. They haven't but, released
0: Sonic Unleashed yet on uh modern t- uh platforms. Uh The one that they are going to be releasing in modern platforms pretty soon is Sonic
2: Colors. And that one, to me, is one of Sonic's most underrated games because he was coming out of a slump period when that game came out and like you know fans were kind of weary of that game but i saw the trailer i was like man this looks good and i got it and man i could not stop playing that game i had to play it all the way through i was like wow i've not felt this way about a sonic game like this in some time
0: yeah so, and, and, to- we, and we'll get to this in just a moment but i have to say that the music in sonic colors is amazing
2: oh yes 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 yes
1: yes but you said it's not out for Switch yet? Not yet. Oh, okay.
0: It, I'm sure it will be, but I know it's gonna be coming out for PC and uh, from other consoles, but yeah, Sonic Colors, Ultimate, I think that's what it's called. That will be coming out, uh, let me double check. That'll be coming out in, yeah, 20. I already know that, 2021. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be coming out, yeah it's, it's, it's september 7th there we go september 7th it'll be coming out for xbox series x uh, xbox one playstation 4 nintendo switch and the epic game store
2: okay
1: cool because
2: I, I was gonna say that's funny because sonic colors originally came out for the Wii. It, yes it, it, it was did. Wii
1: exclusive
2: yep it was a so, Wii exclusive. That's,
1: that's why i thought i, I could have sworn i would seen a game for the switch you know
0: yeah uh, it will be coming out for the switch in september
1: yeah okay i thought it was already out but I haven't seen um, a trailer or anything like that. Is it like a 2D or 3D? It's um,
0: more like it's kind of like a mixture of both because yeah. it, it you you do get the 3D play just like in the uh, Sonic games, such as like Sonic Unleashed and. Uh, various other games that came out during that time. But you also have some 2.5D segments where you play as these little alien creatures called Wisps. And you get to utilize okay. their powers, like digging underground and turning into a rocket and various things. It's actually really
2: fun. It is fun. Cool. And I don't know, see the Sonic, just to like off for a tiny second, the Sonic gaming community, especially like Sonic fans, they're so wishy-washy to me. One moment they love that game, the next minute they hate it. I'm like, oh, we love Sonic uh, Unleashed. I'm like, well, only the daytime is like, playable, in my opinion. I mean, for those that like love the nighttime stuff, cool. But for me, it's just not it. But you can play through Sonic Colors. I'm like, well, why not like it? Why not just stay liking it? And I guess one of the complaints is that uh, Sonic started to rely on the wisps too much, and I didn't believe it. I was like, what? No, I mean, we, we have no problem Mario with that. You know, Mario having all these add-ons, but when Sonic has them, then it's a problem. I just, I just don't understand it. Uh, well, I mean,
0: everybody has their own opinion on what they like. I mean, some people say that the uh the, the nighttime Sonic uh gameplay with uh, Sonic being the werehog is like, kind of like, oh, it's like God of War in a sense. And I'm like, okay, I get it, you know, if you're into that. But personally cool. for me, I mean, I play a Sonic game to run fast not to beat around with you know creatures looking like a werehog
2: yeah yeah um I just I just don't I don't get it I mean I do but then I don't but
0: it's it's complicated
2: yeah I think for me the worst Sonic game that I played is probably 06 and Mm -hmm. granted I haven't played Sonic and the Secret Rings or Sonic Black Knight or or, or uh, Sonic Lost World. I wanted to play Sonic Lost World, I just never had the opportunity to do it. And um I haven't played Sonic, what is it? The well, Sonic Forces. I haven't played that one either. So I haven't played his more recent subpar games, but the one that stood out and the only reason why I didn't like it is just it was too buggy. That was Sonic 06. Okay.
1: Wait, what is Sonic
0: 06. So- uh, Sonic Okay, so Sonic 06. Uh, it's basically the original title is Sonic the Hedgehog because it was supposed to be kind of like a a reboot of the franchise. It came out in 2006. Okay. That's why it's called Sonic 06 because it came out in 2006. Gotcha. So the game is about Uh, Sonic and the team going over to a small town called Soliana where he rescues a princess named Elise from Dr. Eggman. And there's also various other characters such as um, Mecephalese and various others. And then uh, there's a character named Silver the Hedgehog who comes from the future. He goes back in the present time where Sonic and his friends are at to kind of like prevent, you know, um, you know, these creatures from coming up and destroying everything. So making it like a post-apocalyptic world. So it's a very gotcha. complicated story akin to like something that you would see in Final Fantasy as opposed to Sonic.
1: Got gotcha. you, got gotcha. you. What system it came out for, 06? Oh, uh, it came,
0: it out, came for out for the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, 360. Yeah, Okay, uh, yeah, those were, that's pretty much it.
1: Gotcha. gotcha.
2: Yeah, but, um, oh, and I I have not played Sonic Boom. I, uh, well, I saw it on demo at GameStop, and I watched some kid play it. I was like, oh, this is now look, ooh, Sega and Big Red. It was Big Red Button, right? Yeah, they Big Red Button. Ball. But come to find out, it was Big Red Button had other plans for that game. And Sega was like, no, we have to rush this because we want it out for like the holiday season so we can maximize our profits, like a lot of these, these companies do. When- It just fell flat on its face. And that was another, like, they were trying to reboot Sonic in a more creative way, and it it just didn't work. Just didn't work.
0: Yeah, not only that, but also because because it was released on the Wii U, and the Wii U was very limited compared to the other consoles that were out at the same time, that uh, it kind of suffered when it came to technology.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Anyway, but that's beside the point so yeah sonic has had his ups and his downs, but um, when you know the, the 30th anniversary celebration happened, I mean a lot of people. Now seem to remember that hey you know, even though that sonic went through his ups and his downs and maybe he's not the same as he was when he first came out it's like a lot of people still have really strong memories towards him, and you know about how. Uh, he was able to become a role model. You were asking the question before, Ian, about like what made Sonic much more of an appealing character compared to like Mario or Link or anything like that. I think it was because of his never give up attitude that he was able to like save the world multiple times, whether it be from Dr. Eggman, whether it be from the, uh, the perfect chaos, or whether it be from uh you know metal sonic or whatever uh you know he's able to go out there and he's able to do his very best of what he can do and you know sure he may be perceived as very overconfident with his speed and all that kind of stuff but you can tell that he has a very caring personality you know he takes tails under his wing like uh you know like an older brother you know he has his rivalry with knuckles and you know he has like a lot of close friendships with a lot of the um other characters around him whether it be with like um uh, like Mighty or Ray, or whether yeah. it be with um, uh, Vector the Crocodile, Charmy yeah. Bee, and or, uh, Big the Cat, Espion, yeah. yeah, or Big yeah. the Cat, and you know various others. So yeah, he he may be overconfident, he may be cocky, but he's very caring, and he has he has that um, ne'er do well, uh, attitude that many people really look up to. And they say that, you know, he became a role model for a lot of people and saying, I'm not going to give up no matter what happens. I mean, a lot of the songs
2: even yeah. reflect on that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to say, cause I think his official song for Sonic Adventure 2 actually has that in there, I think in the, um, course, yeah. but, um, yeah. Uh, side note, man, Sega knows how to make some great music for games, especially Sonic. Like, every Sonic game that I've either played or, like, watched somebody play, there's always one memorable song from that game. or Like, you know, one memorable, memorable melody. I'm like, man, they might not get their games right all the time, but their scores and soundtrack and music for these games are great.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think that it depends on who's the one who's doing the music. If it's not, um, you know, Dreams Come True, uh, you know, done by the same people who did music from Sonic 1 and Sonic 2, if it's not Michael Jackson who did Sonic 3, I'm not kidding, look it up. he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, and then there's also, um, you know, there's also Tomoyo Otani and Crush 40, who did a lot of the other Sonic games that would be coming out, um, such as Sonic Adventure 1, 2, and all the other games in the series. So, yeah, each and every single one of them, depending on your personal preference, whether it be like the 16-bit chip music or the the rock music, I mean, they all fit in with the character so well. And I have to know from you guys, what is your favorite Sonic song? Or Sonic soundtrack?
2: I'll let you go first, Tommy, because, oh, man. Man, go ahead.
1: Uh, for me, it's definitely easy. It's Escape from the City for that. That oh, uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's the one that sticks out to me the most. And, and like, I just know it, like, the melody, the tune, the whole thing, because I just played it that many times to know it, and it's it's so fitting with his character in that that game. So I would say that one.
2: Patricia.
0: Okay, well, um, that's really hard to say because uh, if you want to talk about like the classic uh, soundtrack. Ah oh, man, it's a tie between two and three for me. But if I want to like go like modern classic, it'll definitely be like Sonic Mania with um you know the, a lot of the music that was featured there. That's also really good. Now, if as for like you know like some of the more modern takes, like the more modern uh, soundtrack when it came to like with the you know the uh, Tomio Otani or with Crush Forty. Ah oh, man, like uh, I know Sonic Adventure One and Two, they have amazing soundtrack, especially with two. Uh, you know you have a lot of songs that a lot of people remember you have you know escape from the city you have limit learn and then you have like some of the other sonic um you know soundtracks uh like sonic unleashed you have endless uh, endless possibility with
2: I love that song oh man you that have
0: much. um sonic colors you have reach for the stars and let and oh. um you know um uh you have um speak with your heart and you have uh, yes. and uh you know you have um uh what you call it you have um uh you have with um I, even i will give like um you know even like some of the uh, sonic rush has some really good music as well
2: yeah
0: uh so yeah i mean it it definitely differs you know whether you're leaning more towards like the the classic route or leaning more towards the rock and roll route i mean you can't go wrong with either of them
1: yeah, yeah. and like
2: even now sega oh i'm sorry tommy go ahead
1: no, no i was gonna say what, what about you
2: um man i I, I have not, I'm I'm being so serious, and no, it's not just because I'm such a huge Sonic fan. I don't think I've heard one song or soundtrack or like melody from Sonic that I did not like, or that I oh, I should say that I hated or or just disliked. Um I love some more than others, like um Reach for the Stars brings back memories for me. Um obviously uh City escape and even like Pumpkin Hill, man. Well, like this guy Knuckles has somebody rapping on 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 his levels. I'm like, what? As a kid, I just <laughs> thought that was so cool. And um, you know, just like things like that. But um, also uh, groups like Hyper Potion, who don't really have lyrics to their melodies, are making some of Sonic's more modern games feel more modern. Like you know, with the times, with the, like the mix of like EDM and like like video game samples Sonic just oh my gosh I could just go on like endless possibilities or even the rooftop run melody from Sonic Unleashed um I love it Sonic Colors has a great soundtrack great great soundtrack um even Sonic Lost World has some really good music I think my favorite okay I'll I'll give two from each era from the classic era Obviously Green Hill Zone, but also uh Sky Sanctuary from Sonic 3. Um, even though I couldn't stand that level, I hated it because it was hard for me as a kid. I love yeah. the music. Um, and modern probably reach for the stars and endless possibilities. But also uh, and uh, also even with Sonic 06, um his world, I, I think the name uh, that, of Yes, uh, his um,
0: world, yeah.
2: I actually like it. I mean, like I said, if 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 the game itself didn't have as many bugs i think it would have been a much bigger hit for us uh, for uh, sega but even that game has some great songs in it so yeah sonic comes with the bangers man he comes with the slaps as we say on the west coast so i'm um, definitely huge with that
0: <laughs> yeah if i were to choose like a classic song i mean it's really hard to say uh i would probably would maybe go like You know, Green Hill Zone is definitely a classic. So is Marble Zone, so is Scrap Brain Zone. Uh, Then there's like Emeralds, you know, Emerald Hill or Chemical Plant or Casino Night. If you want to go for Sonic 3, you have Angel Island, you have Ice Cap, you have Sky Sanctuary. And then like, you know, for... um, You know, like uh, even for like, uh, you know, Sonic Adventure, uh, you know, they have a lot of great songs over there too. like Open Your Heart is a great song, you know, from uh, Crush 40 and uh, It Doesn't Matter, which is also a great song as well. Mm. Um, And um, and then you also have uh, what you call it Uh, Believe in Myself, which is also another great song as well, which is kind of like Tails' theme song.
2: Yeah, that's right. Oh, and I'm sorry, like Sonic Adventures One and Two was so great because each character had their own theme. Like yeah. even Eggman's song from Sonic Two was catchy. Like I am the Eggman. But like the but like the like the melody and like the song or like the sounds that they had with it was catchy. I'm like, I kinda like this, even though he's a bad guy. So yeah, yeah Sega was great, man. They're they are great with their with their music.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are great with their music, and I think that's why a lot of people really gravitated to the 30th anniversary symphony, which happened a few days ago.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess, real quick, uh, two more, I guess, items for you guys, because, you know, Sonic is now looking to be on a trajectory going up from here, um, which I'm really excited about. Sonic I believe had the second, well, technically song. Okay, so the Sonic the Hedgehog film that came out in 2020. Yeah, was a was a success. And a rare success for the video game film genre, because let's be real for the most part, video game films have not been good.
0: No, they've Um, they've sucked.
2: Yeah, from the Super Mario Brothers film, which is terrible, to even the more recent, in my opinion, Mortal Kombat, like the remake, was not good at, at all to me. But that's just me. Some people actually like it. Cool. But Sonic surprised a lot of people with, with, with the film. And I'm not going to lie, when they first announced it and they said it, it was going to be live action, I'm like, wait, what? No, 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 no. Don't do that. Have it all CGI. And, um, but it, it it just worked out. I mean, the film was fun, it was funny. Um, it, it did a good job of introducing Sonic to a much larger audience, to a new audience. Cause there were kids who don't know who Sonic is, which is crazy to me, but it's true. And and now that film kind of helped bring him back to a, a huge level of popularity that he hasn't been at for some time. So I guess just real quick. What did you guys think about the film? And are you excited for the second one coming out? And um, what do you think the film did for Sonic as a whole?
1: Honestly, I haven't seen it yet.
0: I've Um, seen the movie and I talked about it with my co-host Aaron and we did enjoy it. We thought it was actually a surprisingly decent movie considering of what it was. The trailers didn't exactly be promising of what it was gonna be considering of how they used to look like.
1: But uh,
0: yeah, I think that um, the 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 story, uh, you know, if you were to look into it, it, it you know, it, it's kind of like uh, a really nice little take into like what modern Sonic is, you know, with like Sonic needing to go somewhere to get the rings and Sonic uh, going up against right. Doctor Robotnik and do- there, you know, Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik was excellent. But oh way.
2: yes, yes, that that his his portrayal as Eggman. Robotnik, whatever people want to call him, uh, really made me feel like a kid. Because Jim Carrey was one of the top actors in the 90s with the type of characters that he played. And he brought that with Eggman. And um, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Tommy, it's on Hulu. You can watch it. Okay. Uh, it's 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 a don't expect it to be this huge oscar worthy film. But I I believe you'll enjoy it. It's not that long. You'll like you'll know that it's made for kids. Like it's definitely tailored yeah. towards kids. Yeah. But it's it's definitely a fun film. And like, you know, Sonic's as of like right now, besides Detective Pikachu and surprisingly Angry Birds 2, um, those three films are kind of carrying the genre on their back right now. So Yeah,
0: they they're they're the highest grossing video game movies of all time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Sonic, as far as his film, I'm really ex- excited for the second one coming out. We know that. Uh, well, Knuckles, wait.
0: What? We we can't say what it is yet.
2: Oh yeah, because you know Tommy hasn't watched it. Yeah, Tommy, go watch, the film. <laughs> go watch
1: the film. I got you guys. Yeah, I got but, you. All
2: right. all right, and then um, also with Sonic. Who, besides the actual main character, who are like one or two of your favorite side characters?
0: Well, I I am a huge fan of both Tails and Knuckles. Uh, They're some of my favorite characters. Uh, I really liked, uh, depending on what the interpretation of Tails is, like the Sonic Adventure Tales is probably my favorite incarnation of Tails because you have him who's like, you know, really shy, loves technology, is kind of like the young child who wants to be able to be the best that he can be and then believe in myself, which actually perfectly cements of who he is as a character. And then when he finally, you know, um, defeats Eggman, is able to get his little medal at the end saying, I did it by myself, Sonic. that was so great. I mean, I just love that interpretation where, you know, he's kind of like the genius who kind of rivals Eggman when it comes to technology. But at the same time, you know, he's like a little kid. He's like, well, depending on which incarnation it is, he's either ranges from eight to 10 years old. And, you know, he's just trying to, you know, do his best considering that Sonic is like much older and he's a lot faster. And Knuckles, again, depending on the interpretation, he's either like, you know the naive character who is trying to protect the chaos emeralds or he's kind of like the um kind of like the grump or he's I, sonic booms is interesting i have no idea what that's about <laughs> i think that he's supposed to be like the the the, the jock or the kind yeah, of like the he, meathead or
2: something that's yeah, an interesting yeah. take they made him buff and I, and and you know with all the muscles they also made him uh, like a meathead character, you got it. But it to me, it worked. I thought it was funny. I was like, wow, I didn't think I would enjoy this nothing, but he's actually pretty funny.
0: Yeah, it's different, I'll, I'll say that. And again, you know, and also, you know, Eggman is such a hilarious character, again, depending on the interpretation, because um, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic X and Sonic Boom are definitely leaning more towards the funny side, while yeah. Sonic Sad AM is leaning more towards the menacing side where he has right. even, yeah, so. It depends on his interpretation, and you know Eggman is such a great character. Uh, so those are my favorites.
1: Okay, Tommy. Uh, probably Knuckles because I always just felt like he was black. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so you and I are kind the of same way
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would say him for sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, for me, okay. And this is a fair, I guess, criticism. Some people will say, you know, Sonic as a franchise has kind of copied some notes from Akira Toyama and his Dragon Ball franchise, you know, with Super Saiyans and Super Sonic and all that, and like some of the characters. Um my my top I, I guess my big three. Well, I actually love a lot of the characters for different reasons. Like Tails, his like innocence, and his willingness to help knuckles his uh his like drive and his you know unbreakable will as far as like you know i'm going to protect the uh master emerald or and, like you know whatever but when shadow came on the on on the scene it just changed everything for me. like, <laughs> like what are those where's that damn fourth chaos emerald yes like and, and like he was just the opposite of sonic just rude and broody and like i don't have time to mess with you me. and I, I was like yo sonic has his has his vegeta now you know and that's why i bought a dragon ball i was like okay sonic has his like vegeta cuz they made knuckles kind of like the sonic versus version of like piccolo yeah. they started off as rivals and he became like an anti-hero now he's part of the team now he's an actual hero but shadow just changed everything i mean listen metal sonic was no joke he is no joke he's technically faster than sonic but you know he's but shadow is his equal in every way and also the fact i was hurt i thought shadow had skates in the game but he really has like these hover shoes so I'm just like, yo, that's wild. So he's running this fast while not even touching the ground. I don't know if that's scientifically possible, but that's dope. <laughs> you know, but Shadow just changed a lot for me. And the other character I'm gonna say might surprise people, might not, but I really enjoy Amy because she she is like the character that gets on Sonic's nerves, but she'll be the one to humble him real quick. And I love that. I love that for Sonic. Uh, Amy, and she'll just pull out the hammer out of nowhere and, and just get to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy definitely is a huge boost in the franchise. And then, like, you have people like Silver. I love Silver. Even Blaze the Cat. Blaze, I think, is really slept on character, um, really powerful, too. And obviously, everyone's personal favorite, Big the Cat, who always is looking for Froggy. <laughs> So uh
0: yes, yes, yeah. uh, yes, s ranked here big the cat.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so definitely um definitely those characters and it, like even from the comics, I don't get the hate for what's her name princess Rudo or something like that, or uh uh I can't I can't remember the princess's name. She's like a squirrel kind of like oh are you, are you talking
0: are you talking about from Sonic Adventure?
2: No, 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 not not Kyle, but she's from the comics. She, she's oh, the the, comics. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't realize a lot of people didn't like her. I don't know why, but I always thought she was interesting because she was always in between Amy and Sonic, and you know Sonic kind of had feelings for her in the comics and, and like just other characters that came from the comics. By the way, comic Sonic and video game Sonic are two different Sonics. Like, oh, they're, they're Sonic, very different. Like Tommy, if you a- ever had time, do some research on comic book Sonic. This dude has some serious power. Like he, he could, he could hang in there in the Marvel and like DC worlds. Comic book Sonic can.
0: Yeah, and, and when he means by comic book Sonic, there's like two different versions. There's the British version, and then there's the Archie Comics version.
1: Oh, sorry, I was muted again. Yeah. Uh, so, is, how is it different? Like, is it currently running?
0: Uh, no, both of them are not running okay.
2: anymore. But there is a new comic for Sonic that's run by IDW, yes. I think. And I've, and I've heard nothing but great things about their run. So I'm I am happy for that. But in the Archie comics, bro, Sonic could do some wild stuff. Like he can his his like power will is much larger than it is in the games. Let's just say that.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So well, I have one uh, main takeaway from this is, I need to get more into Sonic because I've had very little experience, but from the sounds of it from YouTube, seems like some pretty good, like, a, like a, a good franchise.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's a franchise that is expanded throughout comic books, TV shows, movies, video games the OVAs, um, everything. Like there's there is various things about Sonic that is massive. And the one thing that a lot of people do appreciate is that um, when it comes to like, Um, you know, Sega and what they do for Sonic is that the fan base has been incredibly supportive of this and even Sega saying hey you know you're doing all this cool stuff for Sonic why don't you come on by and to Sega and do all this cool stuff for us and you know that's how we got Sonic Mania because Christian Whitehead was such a huge Sonic fan and he made all these like Sonic fan games and Uh, Sega was like really impressed with all the work that he was doing because he was working on um, a mobile version for Sonic CD and he's like hey you want to do your own game here go do it, and so he brought in his. um, His uh, you know his friends and colleagues who are also known for doing like fan games and fan music and you know, lo and behold, we have, um, you know, Sonic Mania. And even with what you were saying before about Hyper Potions, who also did some amazing music as well. And Falk Young, who did some music uh, that was huge in the Sonic community. And, you know, Sonic fan art was also implemented as well, where like Sega loves to share their fan art on their social media pages. And they even include a lot of memes in it that has become synonymous with the character, like the Sanic. Yeah, meme.
2: or um, like the bulgy eye like knuckles like how he's drawing all that stuff yeah yeah, the,
0: it's, yeah exactly it's it's ridiculous but but it, but it shows you that unlike nintendo in which they do cease and desist every second every time that there's somebody who remotely says hey you know here's super mario 64 in 4k and then nintendo's like nope you're gonna get sued. They'll, uh, Sega's like, hey, you know, you're doing all this cool stuff for Sonic. Why don't you come on by to Sega and, you know, show us what you can do. Um, That's been awesome. I mean, we even saw it on the symphony where, um, you know, people like T. Lopes and, um, you know, Falk Young and Hyper Potions can be able to showcase their talents with their music. And, you know, alongside with, um, you know, Dreams Come True, the Tomi Otani band and Crush 40 alongside with them.
2: Right and i and i think that's outside of the games i think that's what's kind of helped sonic stay ar- around is sega like like you know what we like yes sonic is our property but we want to share this property with you guys you know and like also how willing sega is to allow other you know third parties to like you know kind of tap into sonic whether it be sonic showing up on super Smash Brothers, which fans have been calling for for years so when he finally showed up for brawl, i Almost did a backflip. I I can't do it because I'm scared I'm gonna land on my neck. But I was just so excited, Um, just like you know when that happened, and him showing up in Record Ralph One and Two, and him showing up on a Cartoon Network show that just recently was canceled.
0: Oh okay, Uh, Ko, Let's Be Heroes.
2: Yeah, I was like, what? And then now Sonic has his own stuff, and. lego dimensions and now the more recent um minecraft i've never played minecraft but if i would ever play it i would probably play the whole sonic like you know uh world dlc or whatever and i was surprised because sega to me it looked like they said listen have fun with this you don't you know." Not, not only can you like use Sonic, Tails, and like, Knuckles, but we'll let you use Shadow. We'll let you use Amy. We'll let you use Big. We'll let you use Espio. We'll let you use Mighty and Ray, all these different characters, these different levels. They have child in the game. I'm like, wow. So it is really cool to see how Sega has just been so willing to kind of share their baby with us and just you know be more open and like more willing Uh, than, you know, other companies, Nintendo, you know. (laughs)
0: Exactly, Nintendo. I'm I'm still, I still haven't forgotten how you did a cease and desist on another Metroid 2 remake. Uh, Anyway, I digress. So yeah, um, yeah, but overall, uh, Sonic is looking bright for what's coming. Their Sonic Rangers, which is their next Sonic game. Sonic Prime, which is going to be their next animated series for Netflix. Uh, there's also Sonic Origins, which are going to have Sonic's 1, 2, 3, and Sonic CD for the first time widescreen 1080p for a oh. new generation of fans. And oh. also and also, we have the Sonic the Hedgehog movie sequel, which uh, Jeff Fowler, the director, had said that they had just film, finished filming. So that'll be coming out next year.
2: Yes, and from what I've heard, just real quick, because I know we have to wrap up, I've I've heard they're kind of just diving more so into the Sonic lore in this one, which I really wanted. Like the first one is just supposed to be an introduction, and it did what it had to do. Now let's 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 get to know more about Sonic and the worlds that he's visited, or like you know the world that he came from and all that kind of stuff. Let's meet these new characters. I won't say because Tommy so has to watch the first film, but um. It's 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 sounding like it's 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 gonna be what Sonic fans want and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really excited for my boy the Blue Blur, and um, I I just can't wait to see um, how things play out.
0: Yeah, absolutely, uh, and I can't wait to see it either. I mean, I know that Sonic has had his ups and downs in terms of quality, but there's a reason why the character has stuck around as opposed to like Bubsy or um, you know. Um, Ariel, the acrobat or, um, you know, all these other characters that try to ride on the coattails of Sonic, you know, Sonic has a lot more variety, Sonic is a lot more of an appealing character that has really um, resonated with a lot of people, he became a role model for a lot of people, the gameplay, um, whether it be good or bad, it, at least is different, and it varies and it really appeals to a certain demographic. And also with its animated series, you know, whether it be like really funny or really weird or really serious and dark, um, it definitely plays into what a lot of people really wanted to see. And I think that if, um, you know, Sonic continues on this, um, you know, um, if Sonic continues the way it is, and I think that we're gonna be seeing Sonic a lot more, you know, here's to another 30 years.
2: Yes, and I'm so excited for it. Yeah, so Tommy, we are giving you your boarding pass, you and your family to hop on the Sonic train, and uh, (laughs) you know,
1: uh, we got your VIP tickets, man, so enjoy. I will, man, and I'm gonna check out that movie. Actually, I didn't know it was on Hulu. So give me like another two weeks. I I I think I could fit it in. Oh, yeah, Yeah, you
2: know, Mm -hmm. definitely, definitely.
0: Absolutely. Uh, you know I, i'm hoping that with this whole pandemic thing being over and if we're still around the area, we should definitely go see the sonic uh, sequel movie and theaters together.
2: Oh, I, I, I would love that.
1: sign me up. Sign I am down. awesome
0: alright, I think that should be it uh, for this uh, episode of the banter broadcast so why don't you guys uh, plug and promote your stuff where can people find you at.
1: Uh, you know, this is my first one uh, people can find me on social media well actually I should just say uh, Instagram. Cause that's really all I'm at right now. Um, like underscore spike is my personal page. And then Tamar Pericles is my professional page.
2: All right. Uh, how about you, Ian? All right. Uh, it's still unashamed rebel on Twitter. Um, EK underscore freedom fighter for Instagram and Facebook, just my name, Ian Kane, Jr. All right,
0: and as for me, um, I'm on Twitter uh, and Instagram at Patty underscore B underscore Miranda. I have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash OldSchoolLane, facebook.com slash OldSchoolLane. So that's where you can find me. And also um, we're apologizing for the fact that we haven't been posting a lot of episodes of the Banter Broadcast, but uh, there was a bit of confession. You see, we actually recorded five episodes of the Banter Broadcast. I haven't been able to edit them because I've been busy with everything ever. So yes, I have um, the episodes regarding about our discussion of the Owl House. I did that with Malia and that'll be coming up next after I'm done editing this episode of the banter broadcast. Um, And then there's also the stuff that we did a while ago that we never got, I never got to edit. So I still need to put together the Batman versus Superman discussion. I still need to put up the the DreamWorks podcast and various others that we did a while ago but I haven't had the chance to edit. But yes, don't worry guys. those episodes will be coming out and then we'll have some new stuff coming your way so be patient all right everyone thank you so much for listening uh let us know about your favorite or least favorite sonic games your favorite or least favorite animated series uh what did you think of the movie what did you think of the comics uh let us know thank you so much everyone hope to see you around soon and take care
1: all right see ya